Welcome to Watchmen on the Wall, a daily outreach of Southwest Radio Ministries and SWRC.com. Today, James Collins has some special guests to help him answer the important question, will the church go through the tribulation? We are exactly one month away from our Summer Virtual Prophecy Conference. Ten different speakers, all online and all on demand. Watch when you want, as often as you want. From July 15th through the 24th, you'll have complete access to special sessions by Kamal Salim, Michael Hoggard, J.R. Church, Rob Lindstead, Larry Spargimino, Noah Hutchings, Micah Van Huss, Doc Marquis, Ambassador Henry Cooper, and Eric Barger. Register today for the Summer Virtual Prophecy Conference by visiting the events section of our website, swrc.com, or by calling 1-800-652-1144. The coming tribulation will witness the rise of a world dictator who will have the authority and power to demand that everyone in the world take his mark and worship him as God. Those who do not will be executed. Those who hold to a pre-tribulational view understand the scriptures to mean all Christians will be taken up out of the world at the rapture just before the tribulation begins. Those who hold to a post-tribulational view believe the scriptures teach that Christians will go through the tribulation and will be persecuted and killed like everyone else. It's obvious that both views cannot be right. So which view is correct? Today, James Collins is joined by several special guests to answer, will the church go through the tribulation? Ten years ago, Southwest Radio Ministries published a book titled, Will the Church Go Through the Tribulation? Recently, the book was updated with new information and new chapters from new authors. As the title of the book suggests, the authors examine different sections of the Bible to answer the question, will the church go through the tribulation? The authors who contributed chapters to the new edition of Will the Church Go Through the Tribulation include Steve Butler, Larry Spargimino, Doug Stauffer, Noah Hutchings, Kenneth Hill, and me, James Collins. I was very blessed to contribute a chapter. Today on The Watchman on the Wall, I'll be speaking with several of the authors of Will the Church Go Through the Tribulation. I recently interviewed Kenneth Hill, Larry Spargimino, and Doug Stauffer about their contributions to the book, and we'll be hearing from them today. Also, through the magic of radio, we will hear audio clips from Noah Hutchings. Let's start today with Dr. Kenneth Hill, the president of Southwest Radio Ministries. Dr. Hill wrote the introduction and conclusion along with a chapter titled, The Church After the Rapture. I asked Dr. Hill how the book came about. Well, several years ago, the then president of Southwest Radio Church Ministries, Dr. Noah Hutchings, asked several authors to consider selections of Old and New Testament scriptures to see if the church will be in the tribulation, the most distressing time of famine, sickness, death, and danger that you could imagine. So the original book came out, and it was, Will the Church Go Through the Tribulation? With a new edition of Will the Church Go Through the Tribulation, Dr. Hill said that it was important to him 
to clarify what it means when we speak of the church. Well, I think we need to pause here for just a moment and talk about the church. When we write about the church, when we think about the church, when we talk about the church, what are we talking about? We're talking about the born-again believers, the born-again followers of Jesus Christ, those who have come by faith to Jesus Christ. They've rejected the old life. They've received the new life in Christ. And these are the members, the body, the believers who make up the church. Where two or three are gathered together, Christ is in the midst, and that is the basis and beginnings of the church. And so we look upon the church as the total number of believers who have been joined together as followers of Jesus Christ. Church, the word, means ecclesia, or is used ecclesia in the Greek, and it means the called out ones, or the ones that are called. And so if we are the called, we are the called out ones, the ones who are called to be members of the body of Christ. We are called to be the church. And so we're the ones that make up the church. It's not a building. I think it's interesting when I deal with evangelical believers in Central America and South America, they talk about the meeting place of the church. They talk about the temple in which the churches meet. They talk about the buildings in which the churches meet. They talk about the chapels or the kopias where the churches meet. Well, the church is the believer, if you will, or is the body of believers. And so the buildings are just that, buildings where the church gathers. And so they make a big distinction in the evangelical circles in Latin America. They make big distinction between the church being the believers who are gathered together, the called out ones, and the place where the church meets. We don't do that as much in the United States and in the English-speaking countries. The book is called, Will the Church Go Through the Tribulation? And as Dr. Hill explained, it is important that we clarify what we mean by the church. It is also important that we clarify what we mean by the tribulation. I asked Dr. Larry Spargimino to explain the difference between the tribulation and tribulation. You know, the Bible speaks of times of suffering for believers. Every believer will go through challenging times of tribulation. The Apostle Paul and Barnabas retraced their steps on their first missionary journey, and here's what they did. They sought to remind the new believers that they would face tribulation. In fact, in Acts 14.22, It says the souls of the disciples and exhorting them to continue in the faith and that we must through much tribulation enter into the kingdom. So first of all, there is a sense in which we all experience tribulation and hardship. However, there is also a period of time in the future that will reveal intense suffering and tribulation for God's people. That's a time period. And so the focus of this time of trouble is actually the nation of Israel. Alas, for that day is great, we read in Jeremiah 30, verse 7, so that none is like it. It is even the time of Jacob's trouble, 
but he shall be saved out of it. So passages like this abound in both the Old and New Testaments, and especially in the Gospels. Jeremiah is here speaking of a time period, the time of Jacob's trouble. So, number one, every believer faces difficulty, but the tribulation is that future period of time where God is focusing on Israel and seeking to purify the people to let them realize that they need to turn to their Messiah, the Lord Jesus Christ. I'm James Collins, and we're talking about the new edition of the book, Will the Church Go Through the Tribulation? You know, many people wrongly believe that Bible prophecy is all doom and gloom. However, that is not the case. In his chapter in Will the Church Go Through the Tribulation, Dr. Noah Hutchings wrote that for the believer, the return of Jesus Christ should be a time of joy and happiness. From the radio vault, here now is Noah Hutchings. We are to look for the second coming of Jesus Christ with joy and pray for his coming. But why should we look with joy and pray for the Lord's coming if we're going to have to first go through seven years of the most terrible time that mankind has ever seen upon the face of the earth. Will the Church Go Through the Tribulation was written because the doctrine of the pre-tribulation rapture is under attack. Author Doug Stauffer wrote a chapter in the book titled The Pre-Tribulation Rapture Prophesied in the Pauline Epistles. I asked Doug why he believes the rapture is under attack. Well, I think there's just a lot of confusion. I think God allowed the Bible to be written in such a way that if a person wants to disbelieve it and is faced with the truth and they decide that, you know, it cost them too much to change their position or believe that they could be wrong, God will let them stay in their error. So it's written in that way to where it's a book you have to study, you have to believe, you have to put in the time to get out of it what's in it, because it's not like reading a novel and it starts off with a story and then ends with a story that you can just look at in between and go, oh yeah, it just flowed right through. It's not the way it works. What happens is the Bible's written so that if a student doesn't go to it believing, he will not come out with the right answer. And so a lot of the people that are against the pre-tribulation rapture have a post or a mid-trib position based on things like Second Thessalonians chapter 2, where it seems to teach that, but in fact there's not one verse in the Bible that teaches anything but a pre-tribulation rapture. The host of our program, Dr. Larry Spargimino, contributed two chapters to Will the Church Go Through the Tribulation? Those chapters are titled The Post-Tribulation World and The Tribulation Prophesied in the Four Gospels. I asked Dr. Spargimino what the Lord Jesus Christ had to say about the tribulation. Well, Jesus said a lot about the tribulation, though most people, even those who are not Christian, associate Jesus with love, with forgiveness and grace, and indeed, the association is correct. But Jesus said much, much more. Jesus said a lot about the end times. While most extensive biblical treatment of the tribulation period of the New Testament is found in Revelation chapter 6 through 19, there is also much in the Gospels that parallels this section of Revelation. So Matthew chapters 24 and 25, Mark 13 and Luke 17 and a portion of 21 all record the words of Jesus dealing with this future period of Jacob's trouble. So according to the words of Jesus, 
The sufferings during the tribulation will be intense and will include both human conflict and natural disasters of cataclysmic proportion. So Jesus said an awful lot in the Gospels about this time period of tribulation. I'm James Collins, and you're listening to a special edition of The Watchman on the Wall. Today, we are spotlighting the release of the new edition of the book, Will the Church Go Through the Tribulation?, featuring contributions from Noah Hutchings, Steve Butler, Larry Spargimino, Doug Stauffer, Kenneth Hill, and me, James Collins. You can order a copy right now by calling 1-800-652-1144, or you can order online at swrc.com. Why not order a copy for a friend, family member, or your pastor? Again, the new edition of Will the Church Go Through the Tribulation can be ordered by calling 1-800-652-1144 or online at swrc.com. Let's get back to our authors. For me, I think the most extensive teaching on the tribulation is found in the Olivet Discourse. Isn't that right, Pastor Larry? The most extensive teaching from Jesus on the end times is, and you're right, the Olivet Discourse. It's so named because it was teaching a discourse that he gave from the Mount of Olives. Reading from Matthew 24, 1, 2, and 3, it says this, And Jesus went out and departed from the temple, and his disciples came to him for to show him the buildings of the temple. And Jesus said unto them, See ye not all these things? Verily I say unto you, There shall not be left here one stone upon another that shall not be thrown down. And as he sat upon the Mount of Olives, the disciples came unto him privately, saying, Tell us, when shall these things be, and what shall be the sign of thy coming and of the end of the world? Now, this is really important for the very purpose of this book. And we need to remember that the Olivet Discourse is clearly addressed to Israel not to the church. So what he's saying here, this is for the Jewish people in the future. Of course, this should not be surprising since the church age is a mystery later revealed through the apostle Paul. We read that in Ephesians chapter 3, 1 through 6. The discourse is preceded by Jesus' heartfelt lamentation over Jerusalem. So once again, the focus is Jerusalem, the city and the people had been given many opportunities at reconciliation with God, but they refused God's invitation. And so in uh, chapter 23, verse 37 and following, Jesus says, O Jerusalem, Jerusalem, thou that killest the prophets and stonest them which are sent unto thee, how often would I have gathered thy children together, even as a hen gathereth her chickens under her wings, and ye would not. Behold, your house is left unto you desolate. And so, though Israel has rejected her king, the Lord Jesus still has a deep and profound love for his people. The words here, your house is left unto you desolate, is speaking about the destruction of the Jewish temple. Jesus answered their question about the temple and said, See ye not all these things? Verily I say unto you, there shall not be left here one stone upon another that shall not be thrown down. So here he was once again speaking about the Jewish people, about the temple, about the uh, city of Jerusalem. And of course, we know that there are many Bible scholars, though not all, believe that while the disciples conjoined these three events, okay, when shall these things be, and what shall be the sign of thy coming and of the end of the world, 
Jesus Christ did not see all of these as happening at one time. As a matter of fact, in Luke 21, 20 through 24, we know that the Lord is dealing with the Roman invasion of Jerusalem in the first century A.D. In verse 24, it says, And they shall fall by the edge of the sword, and shall be led away captive unto all nations, and Jerusalem shall be trodden down of the Gentiles until the times of the Gentiles be fulfilled. So the future tribulation period is not followed by the times of the Gentiles, but certainly the Roman destruction of the temple in A.D. 70 is. The future tribulation period will be the worst seven years in the history of this planet. I asked Dr. Kenneth Hill to explain what happens during the tribulation. The tribulation is the 70th prophetic week of Daniel. It'll be the period of time of seven years, and this will be a time of rebuilding the temple in Jerusalem, the rise of a world dictator with power and authority to command all of humankind to take his mark and to worship him as God. Now, he's not God. He's the antithesis of God. And this is, of course, the Antichrist, or that one who is the man of sin himself. According to scriptures, those who refuse to take the mark of the beast, the mark of this one, and to worship the Antichrist as being God, those who refuse to worship him will be executed by beheading. Now, that's according to God's word. So that's where we're looking at the conditions of the world as we review the various scriptures to see if the church will go through the tribulation. Once again, I'm James Collins, and we're talking about the new edition of the book, Will the Church Go Through the Tribulation? Let's go back to the radio vault and listen as Dr. Noah Hutchings warns that just because you are a member of a church, that does not mean you will escape the coming tribulation. Not everyone who belongs to a church is a Christian. So the question really should be, will Christians go through the tribulation? Of course, those in church who have never been converted, they will go through the tribulation. And Dr. Billy Graham has said, that only 15% of church members are really saved. So the question should be, will Christians go through the tribulation? Of course, we know that the unsaved members of the church will go through. So it's really a misnomer to say the church going through the tribulation or not going through the tribulation. The real question is, will Christian go through the tribulation? Beacon Street Press recently released a new edition of Will the Church Go Through the Tribulation? with chapters by Noah Hutchings, Larry Spargimino, Kenneth Hill, Doug Stauffer, Steve Butler, and me, James Collins. My contribution is a chapter titled The Pre-Tribulation Rapture Prophesied in the General Epistles. I looked at the books of James, 1st and 2nd Peter, 1st and 2nd and 3rd John, and Jude to see if we find that these biblical writers teach the pre-tribulation rapture. I believe these epistles are consistent with the doctrine of the pre-tribulation rapture, and this doctrine brought hope to Christians in the first century, just as it does 
to believers today in the 21st century as the imminent return of Jesus Christ draws near. And I'm not the only one who thinks that the rapture is imminent. I asked Doug Stauffer to share his thoughts on the imminent return of Jesus Christ. There is no imminency without looking for Jesus coming back first. And that is what we're told to do. We're supposed to be watching, waiting, and working. Supposed to be watching for Jesus, waiting for Jesus, and working while we're here to be good ambassadors of Jesus Christ, to get the gospel around the world, to talk to others about how Christ died for them, etc., how he shed his blood, how he became sin for us who knew no sin, that we might be made the righteous of God in him. That's what we're supposed to be doing. If we are supposed to be looking for the two witnesses or the 144,000, I'll tell you where I'd be. I'd be in Israel, and I'd find a way to get over there because that's where it's all going to happen. No, if I go to Israel, I'm just going to be raptured out from there. Nothing is going to happen before Jesus Christ comes back. When he comes back, church is gone, and then everything changes after that. In Will the Church Go Through the Tribulation, Dr. Noah Hutchings writes that the rapture can be clearly seen in Revelation chapter 4. The fourth chapter of Revelation opens with the phrase, After this, a door was opened in heaven. John is instructed to come up into heaven through this door. John was the apostle whom Jesus loved, and he became the early leader of the church. And at Ephesus today, many of the streets are named after John. The locations are are named after John. The Church of St. John is still at Ephesus. Some of the walls are still in pretty good condition. And we know that Jesus told John to take care of his mother, Mary, and Mary went with John to Ephesus, and there is a retreat nearby Ephesus where it is thought was Mary's home. And the bushes there around the location are usually white with paper with people putting prayers on the paper and putting them on the trees. Of course, uh, those who do that are mostly Catholics because Catholics pray to Mary because uh, they believe that Jesus would not reject any prayer offered through his mother. Of course, uh, we don't believe that is biblical, but nevertheless, the home of Mary is nearby Ephesus where she lived, and we know there is nothing in this chapter to indicate that Christians will go through the tribulation. Uh, Chapter 4 gives us a picture of the rapture, we believe, of the church, because John sees a door open into heaven, and he is instructed to go through the door. And there is nothing previous to this point in the book of Revelation that mentions the tribulation. So this is another reason why we believe at the end of the church age, the tribulation began, and all true Christians will be raptured, taken up 
into heaven, as uh, Paul wrote to the Christians at Thessalonica. The book is called Will the Church Go Through the Tribulation? It features chapters by Noah Hutchings, Larry Spargimino, Steve Butler, Kenneth Hill, Doug Stauffer, and me, James Collins. You can get your copy right now by calling 1-800-652-1144, or you can order online at swrc.com. I'm James Collins reminding you to keep looking for that blessed hope and the glorious appearing of the great God and our Savior, Jesus Christ. Fascinating insight and analysis on the question, will the church go through the tribulation? Get your own copy of today's program on CD when you call 1-800-652-1144. That's 1-800-652-1144. Also, be sure and order today's featured resource, the book entitled, Will the Church Go Through the Tribulation? In this book, seven different authors have considered separate but relative sections of both the Old and New Testaments to see if the church will be in this coming time of famine, death, and sorrow. Order this book for yourself, your Sunday school class, or for anyone who needs to know the answer to Will the Church Go Through the Tribulation? We have special pricing for bulk orders, and all orders over $100 receive free shipping. Will the church go through the tribulation? Order today, 1-800-652-1144. That's 1-800-652-1144. Or order online, swrc.com. That's swrc.com. Before we go today, we want to say a special hello to everyone listening online and on the radio. For all of our brand new listeners, we have an outstanding resource for you. It's our new listener pack. Inside the new listener pack is a collection of resources designed to welcome you to Watchmen on the Wall. Every new listener pack includes our Prophetic Observer newsletter and a free gift. So make sure and request your free new listener pack when you call 1-800-652-1144. That's 1-800-652-1144. Just last week, we sent out over 150 new listener packs. We are so blessed to have you listening to Watchmen on the Wall. Thank you for being here today. My friends, would you please take a few moments today and check out the resources over at our website, swrc.com. Over 900 books and DVDs available for you, your family, church, or as a gift. Some of the top teachers featured on swrc.com include Billy Crone, Jonathan Kahn, J.R. Church, David Weber, Michael Hoggard, and many, many more. Remember that when you purchase one of our resources, you are supporting the ministry and outreach of Watchmen on the Wall. So please visit swrc.com. That's swrc.com. Tomorrow, a cosmic collision of biblical truth with Carl Gallups. 
Be sure to tune in on your favorite radio station or by subscribing to our daily Watchmen on the Wall podcast. Watchmen on the Wall is a production of Southwest Radio Ministries and is supported by faithful listeners just like you. Visit swrc.com. That's swrc.com.